Hey everyone, welcome to Expansion Cast. Expansion Cast is a magical podcast I created so people could find simple or unconventional solutions to expand their personal awareness and experience. This podcast is dedicated towards revealing people's divine truth and how that divine truth works its way out into the world, one by one, helping liberate each of us on our personal path to freedom. If you love this podcast, please give us a rating and share. Corrine, tell me, what are you doing here? What are you doing here on Earth? <laughs> wow, just, just launch into the biggest question ever, right? That's a really great question. Ah. Uh... What am I doing here on Earth? I, I think that changes, you know, has definitely changed over time and with my own experience and and interpretation of, of, of really who I am. Um, I think that's been a really a lifelong question for me. So, and that's really been evolving since a really young age. So, uh, if anything, really interestingly, over the last several months or a few months, I, I would have to say, I've had to really sit with that question. What am I doing here on this earth at this time? And uh, uh, really um, come into some some deeper revelations about purpose. And yeah, I think purpose and mission, I, I feel. And uh, from, I, I believe, the beginning, you know, as, as far back as I can remember from my, my, my memories of my interpretation of this reality, I feel I'm here to assist in the expansion of consciousness is, is really, if I could really succinctly pull that all together. Yeah. Well, that does seem a little bit um, vague. <laughs> um, so, Let's go with, um, <clears throat> there's a huge paradigm shift happening, maybe just happened, maybe the, it, it just, like this big terror just occurred in, I would say, uh, Earth consciousness, maybe universe consciousness. And I really believe that you're aware of this, and this is probably what you're alluding to in the previous answer. Mm. And how... Okay, what was your experience before the terror and after the terror? Well, I don't know if I calling a terror is appropriate. Yeah, I I, I guess maybe um, I understand what you're saying in that I feel that there are many different timelines on the table right now, and maybe some it's very much all semantics and I only just I use what I I use and uh, some people may have different words for it whether it's timelines it might be agendas it might be intentions and I feel that humanity has been within a certain agenda for some time and what is happening right now <clears throat> I believe is that Humanity is waking up to not only a personal awakening, uh, and this is not for everyone, and that's okay. And, and I, I really emphasize that a lot in that some people are called to understand more and deeper on the personal level and a global level, and some people aren't, and that's absolutely fine. fine. However, what I feel is happening at this time is that there's a lot surfacing, and the reason I see this happening is because of the, not only, there's a lot of reaction happening right now, and there's a lot of, and there's a response as well, but this, this, this consciousness that humanity has been in is shifting. And that shift is actually creating a movement. It, it, the shift is creating a shift, actually. The, and this movement in consciousness within humanity is offering the ability for I'm, I'm gonna say more light to come in 
and that when when more light is is uh, allowed in and people humanity allows more light within their being and i i do also believe that in the grander more cosmic realm as well there there are influences there that are affecting earth and our solar system as well to maybe also to influence and, and mitigate what's also happening. So with that, and I'm just going back to humanity and our, our own personal being, I don't believe that the this, let's say there's a relationship, because we live in a reality of polarity, of duality, this relationship of dark and light. And what I feel is happening right now is that there's a real tug of war let's say a tug of war between these energies not only globally we can see it uh, we can feel it within ourselves uh, we don't know what's true we don't know what's real uh, anymore <clears throat> information is is being suppressed and the reason i feel this is happening the only way in in my in my opinion is the only way that that which is hidden and that which has been, let's say, kept in the dark, the only way that that can actually be revealed, revealing is to see that which is secret, is that to be able to see, we need light. And so there is an enormous amount of light that is coming into an, onto our planet, not only, let's say, cosmically, but I, I also believe within us, because as we allow ourselves to open to more of who we are, the expansiveness of who we are, we allow ourselves to open to the the light of who we are and the, the truth of who we are. And now I'm not even talking about the truth of uh, out there. I'm just talking about what is my personal truth and what what is that for me? And that the more people start to become aware of that. And in fact, what's really happening right now, I feel in this reality is that we are being shown so much contrast contrast meaning let's say that that which we don't desire and so what's happening now is people are being shown so much contrast they're actually being they're questioning they're coming into a questioning place which i think is fantastic and and i, I as i sort of roll back maybe the decades um maybe even the centuries People have been complacent in, and maybe, maybe, maybe the better word is comfortable. And humans, I've often said that once humans become comfortable, there there is quite a resistance to change. So, bring along something that is an upheaval, like we are currently in, and people get uncomfortable, and so their comfort they're, they're taken out of their comfort zone. And I I actually believe purposefully, because mm -hmm. if People are comfortable, they don't change. And, and if they're comfortable, they, they just want to maintain the status quo and what's normal. <clears throat> and I do believe that there's quite nothing anymore that's normal in this reality. And people are on edge of what's next, what's true, what isn't true. And so I really feel that this is a time that people are being encouraged instead of going on in onto the outside instead of believing what their external reality is telling them although there are a number of people who very much still subscribe to that information as truth and that's okay they're there however i do believe that this timing that we're in is really precipitating the ability for people to be encouraged to maybe step back and not put so much of their, I'm going to say faith, power, power is a big one, power is huge right now, and power is in question right now. Um, and I all will always say, and I always bring this up, and I love this quote from Jimi Hendrix, in that he says, when the people, people become aware of the power of love instead of the love of power, then the world will know peace. And we are in that dichotomy right now. Are we, wh where is that power within us? So I believe this has, the situation we're in has really precipitated people to maybe do that 180, maybe take, 
take that power that they put externally into their governments, into their maybe even partnerships, into their family, and that they've relied on who they were or depended on their own self-identity, on the external. And we're, we're actually being given the opportunity, literally, if for many people, not everyone, because it's been fairly busy for some, but ability to slow down, take a rest, go inside, uh, our routine has been disrupted and and that definitely and it's really I feel is offering people the opportunity to question who they are and in in my humble opinion if there's any question to be asked and it is the ancient ancient teaching of know thyself who are we and when we continue to dig into that we come to some greater understandings that we are we are the power and we are the ones that hold the sovereignty over our own being and and we really begin to understand what is that glue that holds that power together Mm-hmm. Is it control? Is it domination? Is that greed? Is that from the systems that we've all we've been living in and existing in? And I do think that's one of the questions that has been arising in yeah. how 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 has that been working for us? I think, like I can go back to one thing you said about uh, comfort and that comfort people are in. I think is uncomfort. So people are comfortable with being uncomfortable and that's breaking because and I don't I don't like I don't know if I want to say because there's more light but because there's more awareness of the shadow, the light, the dark and how all of those aspects of everything play together to create our sovereignty. And yeah, I think that's the, for me, that's the thing that's happening right now is just this this uncanny um, space where all that isn't known and all that we don't know we don't know is starting to rise up because we're still starting to see what we've been limiting in ourselves, in our power, how our sovereignty has been uh, rooted in unhealthy dynamics. Um, yeah, and, you know, I can I can say all this and, and look outside and see governments and municipalities and all sorts of leaders and anti-leaders, you know, in this negative space. I don't want to say negative space, but unhealthy space where their powers derived from their unhealthy sense of self or unhealthy sense of safety and that these people, things are coming to them to see that that was all an illusion, that there's something more, something greater to bind us to our divine inheritance, if that makes sense. It, it does make sense, absolutely. And, and you know, one of the things I'll, I'll, I'll jump off of from what you were saying, you know, our divine inheritance, and if, if we, you know, to, to, to really go into that, we're looking at the source of who we are in that, within that. And uh, that, that, that really requires some deep contemplation. And for, for those of... Um, those of, of us who have asked those deeper questions, there's nothing, in my belief, there's nothing more important than getting to the root or getting to the source of not only who we are, but the intention of, of, of what what is created around us. So, you know, you mentioned, you know, pe- people becoming comfortable with the discomfort, um, and that's, Again, with humanity, you know, four, five months, four or five months ago, it was extreme discomfort, and then and and then that got normalized, 
we also then at that point were able able to we're very adaptable humans are very adaptable although we don't like to be uncomfortable we're also very adaptable and although we might <laughs> resist and we might we might not be happy about things we're very adaptable so definitely there may you know we might may be also in a space of being comfortable with the discomfort and within that i i feel as well and where i'm i'm going with that is that what 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 part of ourselves has been comfortable that potentially is has not been to our service it has not been in service to who we are individually and globally and i i do believe that the more uncomfortable we get in in fact as odd as it might sound it, it it it's actually a benefit to us if we can break loose of the foundation that has kept us in that comfort zone yeah so what and, do you call that space uh that you speak of that where we're not looking after we're not in service to our truest self what is that what do you call that i'm gonna call it uh the you know, I don't know if I call it a, a something. I do believe it's a, a perception of self. I, I actually see that is where do we place our power? So if we are placing our power outside of ourselves, that's going to set us up in the foundation of who we are energetically. That's going to set us up, set us up for us as humanity, as an individual, as a human, as not taking responsibility for who we are, for who I am, for my choices, my decisions, my emotions, my reactions, and my responses. So that space, uh, really, when we're in the illusion, you spoke about illusion, when we're in the illusion that our power is outside of ourselves, and that we rely on anyone, anything, any system, any government, any religion, to place our power in that that foundation that system ultimately will not have the strength to support us which is what i believe is happening right now there's our systems are crumbling because of the foundation the intention we spoke about before the intention that they were built upon so what's happening now is that that space that you know you're, you're speaking of is that I, I feel it's an absolute paradigm shift that humanity is, for lack of better words, waking up to or being almost jarred into. Sometimes in humanity, just because of who we are, again, comfort zone, discomfort, sometimes we need to be shaken up a bit. Sometimes we need to get go to the edge or the wall or the... Uh, rock bottom and we, we we actually have this in our language so my feeling is when we've actually denoted it in our language it becomes energetically the energetic um, uh, picture of it so right now I do believe that people are many people are sort of up against the wall and being asked to understand where they where they fit within all of this yeah hmm that's pretty deep right from the get-go bam here we are <laughs> that's funny um <clears throat> so how can we find fun in this like you know, we're we're getting so deep and so into part of our mind that's maybe really contemplative. How can how can we make this fun? How can we make this transition joyful? Yeah, yeah, great question. That this is so huge right now, and uh, I, I I come to that every day. Uh, it's just bringing me joy. Um, is this you know in my highest excitement? And I over I mean I definitely in in the past several weeks and a few months here have definitely ridden the waves of of highs and lows and uh unexpectedness for sure so i've had this i've taken i've taken this time to ask myself that and 
a couple things that have come through for me is that and and I also see this reflected in reflected globally and that to take it simply is that I really want to be on top of uh, my emotions and I, I really would like to be on top of whether I'm reacting or whether I'm responding and that's really critical for me and it whether I react or respond lands me in two completely different places uh, reaction is uh, many times without thought uh, so are you talking about reacting or responding to external subject material coming in or from your mind or or from your emotions or everything is the same and to, to further answer your question I would also say that's one in the same uh, how I react internally is how I react externally and mm -hmm. so the more that I'm understanding how to respond when I respond, I take a breath. I just did that. I take a breath and I and I deepen into, you know, what, what is my truth? Um, I deepen into what is what is best for me. So 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 that's one thing. And, and I do want to get to really answering your question. And how, how do we get to the fun of this? And, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let, let's make you know, how, how do we make a, a, a pandemic fun? Um, I, I don't know that there's quite a, a correlation there other than how can I live my life day by day, moment by moment. And uh, there's a few sort of analogies that have really, really, really helped me over the past few months here is that it may appear that there's a storm happening and it it's for me to choose and this is a critical here i have choice i have choice in whether i'm i step out into that storm or i become the eye of the storm and that within that eye of the storm is is calm and that calm then i have the when i'm in calm i have the ability to respond when i'm not when i'm in the storm i'm reacting and i know personally if i'm in a place of reaction it's it's so uncomfortable for me to the point now where I'm not even comfortable anymore with my reactions because I know that I, I just haven't come from a place of peace. So in my in my own journey, my process is, you know, more fun means I just feel better. More fun means I just feel I, I'm taking myself to a place of feeling good in what, what I'm saying and what I'm doing and how I'm speaking. Uh, who I'm talking to, who I choose to talk to right now, what conversations I'm choosing to have, and what I'm choosing to engage in. And it's it sounds very minor, but it's huge right now for me personally. I, I think me, that's perfect, though. That's absolutely it, perfect to be in that space because you're looking after your queendom. Yes. Yeah. It, it really is. And, and I feel... You know, with 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 any with any major shift, or we talk about global consciousness, and again, I really I am always reminded by my myself to to understand that my connection to me and my offering to me is what actually assists in whatever direction that not only I personally am going, but I assist in that in that consciousness movement. So what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis, and definitely, I definitely have up and down days, but my, my response time, if I'm in a bit of a down day, my response time is getting shorter and shorter and shorter in terms of turning that around or flipping that around or understanding where that's come from and really dig in and what's the root of that and, and why, why, why have I found that that's, um, my, my emotions are surfacing and definitely to feel and absolutely like n not to ever suppress emotions. And I, I, I guess I, I say, you know, emotions are sort of like, as uh, uh, Abraham Hicks would say, our emotions are our vibrational indicators to where we're at. And that's just, okay, great. That's an indicator. All right. You know, how can I use this to then move forward? So in my day to day, and that's, that's really what I've found over these 
last several weeks and months here is that being present is huge. Um, not taking myself into the future and really the, the past that we, we almost don't even have a past because it's changing so quickly. So, and, t and our reality is changing so quickly and it's almost interestingly a force into a present moment in, in some, some respects. Now the future holds, can hold a lot of anxiety. I understand that, uh, can hold a lot of resistance. I understand that. And, uh, for me, what, you know, to create the fun is to focus on all of those things that I place within me that are important in, um, and all of those, those external, if you want to talk about externalizations, what am I, what am I choosing to place in my external reality? And I, I, I do, I do want to really focus on one thing here is that as I feel we, as humanity, take our power from the external and reunite it with our internal, which is, has always been there. And you talk about, you know, the, the divineness within. That divineness or source or, or cosmic center or whatever, however someone would like to describe it, that's an internal place of power. If, if, if I don't feel that I'm in that place, it's because I have let it go. I'm the one letting that go. So to come back into that, to be in that space of all is well, to have trust, uh, I'm here for a purpose, how can I best serve me? And when I'm best serving me, how can I best be in service to community? So the moment by moment, day by day, at this time for sure, is what has helped me. Movement helps. Making sure my body is moving. Oh my gosh, um, that that's critical. And I know in the last you know several weeks, uh, it's, it has seemed like movement has, has been limited. But I've made sure that to 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 mitigate that and get out. Uh, I I feel for me personally, uh, sunshine is important. Being outside, being in nature. Uh, so the smallest of things, having baths, the smallest of things have really helped to reassure me that although reality <laughs> looks like it's going to hell in a handbasket, um, it might be falling apart, that if I'm taking care of me, I, I feel that much more grounded. And when I feel grounded, I, I, I feel more centered. So... I really do feel, you know, how do we have fun within this? Taking care of the self, huge, huge. We're taking care of the self, then surrounding ourselves with people who are also have the same mindset, like-minded people. And that, and, and, and doing activities and whatever brings us that happiness or joy or listening to music or whatever that is, that keeps us in that space of, not going into any realm that may have its own agenda. We, we really, we need to have our own agenda. There are many agendas out there. And my feeling is, is that we really need to get clear, not only on our own agenda and what's best for us and what's right for us, but also our own truth. And that, that might be clear for people and that might not be clear and that's okay. And truth changes all the time. Um, so I guess looping back a little bit into we have decision of how we feel. And I know that for some it's like, but I, I, I wake up in the morning and I, I feel this way. And I had a day like that the other day and who knows what that could have been. I'm not sure. And, and interestingly, I talked to someone else and it was almost the exact same thing of, of waking up and feeling this feeling. And I just like, okay, this is a day. This is the day that it is and just take care of myself. And knowingly that I can do the most that I need to do to shift that. So, but I have that power. So I really do believe in that making this fun is understanding that what I feel the world is going through, we actually need to be going through this. I really do feel that. 
and it's it's meant to individually and the most incredible thing that I've taken away from this is that this just isn't happening to a neighborhood or a city or even a country as we might hear on the news randomly about things happening in other places. This is such a global event that, you know, we could talk to someone in Sweden, we can talk to someone in Finland, you know, we can talk to someone in, in the UK and, and New Zealand and um, in Africa that, that they're going through something not exactly the same, but on some level, they are experiencing this as well. So on a global level, the impact of this is so huge. And when I found out about this, I actually came back from New Zealand in the, in the middle of March, in the middle of all of this, which which <laughs> was a little bit bumpy on my re-entry back into Canada, I, I have to tell you. Uh, because I was in this love bubble of, you know, being on some beautiful New Zealand islands back into like almost a quarantine. Um, and I had no idea what was happening. But uh, one, one of the things that I, I realized really quickly was how quickly I was able to adapt and understand and not resist. That became my choice. So resistance in these in these times, I do feel is in opposition to is to is to fun. So whatever decisions I need I make, whether it's around masks or no masks, or whether it's around um, uh, going out in, near public places or not, and it just becomes my own personal decision in what is the best what is best for me. And I absolutely, and what one of the things, and it's particularly having family as well, who I do have a father who is, is immune compromised. And so I've also understood that wherever anyone else is at, within their own decision of what they feel is best for them, is best for them, regardless of the decision that I'm making. Mm -hmm. And that has really helped me to respect other people. I have no, it's not for me to have an opinion on what other people feel is best for them. So that also ensures that I'm not getting caught up in what's right and wrong. I can only know what's right and wrong for me. And that has been in, in many ways, I mean, in the big picture, sort of want to go global, my intention is to feel free. And so if I get clear on what I feel is free for me, and let everyone else have their own process on what they feel is good for them or they feel is right for them, it actually offers me a great space of freedom just to be in my space. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a pretty long-winded question. <laughs> how, how can we feel fun in this? Uh, and I kind of went all over the place. And hopefully I want to... I feel like I want to tell you a story that happened to me on the weekend, and it, it feels really uh, coincidental to everything you just said, because so I went to Waterton just for a random walk, just to get away, get some, get in some mountains. Um, and I decided to walk up this path. Um, hadn't realized real how, how long this path was. I was wearing flip-flops, and I'm walking up this path, and then this fellow and his son and his little daughter, blonde daughter, uh, walk past me and the little daughter's hopping along. She's got a baseball cap turned upside down and she's been picking wild flowers and putting them in the cap. I'm like, oh, those poor flowers. And I'm reacting. My mind is reacting to uh, the murder of flowers or whatever it was my mind was perceiving it to be. And, and for the next probably 15 minutes, 10 minutes, my mind was like trying to figure out if I see that girl again, how can I make it so that she won't pick flowers so that they can be enjoyable for other people, etc., etc. And I thought about a whole bunch of scenarios. And then I, you know, I even thought, well, I could tell her that if she picks a flower that maybe a fairy can't find its way home or, you know, all sorts of things. And then then my then I just sat there for a moment, and what does my my truth say about this? And my truth said, "This isn't my space to say anything. 
that this this is her experience, her joy. And I was like, oh, interesting. And five seconds later, I, and by this time, I had turned around on the path and I was walking back. And uh, a few seconds later, after that decision, she taps me on the back and bounces in front of me with the biggest radiant smile and all beaming this joy to me and love. And it just about, it just about broke my heart. And I just sat there and looked looked at her eye to eye and enjoyed her joy, just as the flowers do. And it was so beautiful to experience. That's an amazing story. Yeah. It's an amazing story that just has absolutely come full circle for you. Yeah, and cool. imagine reacting to that. Imagine, you know, trying to stomp out that joy that she's experiencing. Yeah, yeah. it's such, such a beautiful story. And I love that it it really did come full circle to you and that you were actually even, your, your what your truth shared with you is that you then were able to share in that joy of her with her. Mm -hmm. that's, that's so beautiful. That's amazing. That's yeah. so beautiful. Wow, well, you definitely, uh, that was, I do feel a guided, you know, experience for you to experience yeah mm -hmm. wow thank you for sharing that you're welcome <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i love when that happens you know it truly is synchronicity at its best and uh you know in, in that in that joy it, you know in in the also as you share that you're deepening into your truth and really being open. That, that's a beautiful thing, too. You were really open to hearing whatever came through, mm -hmm. regardless of your opinion that you had been mulling over for numbers, you know, in a few minutes. You just were really open to hearing what was really in your truth. Yeah. Even and it felt opposite to what you were thinking. Yeah. And part of that is I let go of resistance. Yeah. I let go of the need to control, you yeah. know, and I just allowed. And in a sense, I did surrender too, but also, I guess, in a sense, I yeah, I don't know about surrender. Yeah, I'm just wondering if surrender actually comes into that because yeah, I don't know. I have to contemplate on surrender. I don't know if that's even there. I think I was surrendering way before I got there. Yeah, I mean, even I'm going to say even for you to be open to asking the question, and this is one of my things too, once we ask the question, we've already opened the possibility, we've really tapped it, we've, we're asking our inner awareness to mm -hmm. give us our own wisdom and our insight. So you were had already begun that process and really seeking. So the best thing ever is that you were open and willing to not only receive, but to listen to that. Yeah, and the strange thing about the rest of that afternoon is there was little blonde girls like running up to me, like, and just staring at me. It was so bizarre. And now here I am with Corrine, and she's blonde. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. And do you like? Really is. Do you like to pick flowers? Um. I I I I I like to enjoy them on the ground usually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. If they're kind of at the end, I might pick them. But yeah, I do enjoy them on the ground. And one of the the really interesting things that you know you were speaking of, and and you know I just want to sort of jump off the fun and and sort of kind of weave it into synchronicity, which I do believe extremely was your case and your experience in, in a, a synchronous event that I, I do believe was uh, it sounds like almost was set up for you, or you really you set that up for you, and that when we experience synchronicity like you did we're really feeling the alignment of who we are. And you're coming from a place of, as you, as you share, you know, not controlling, um, you know, or, or wanting to control and then not wanting to control and then hearing your truth and your wisdom come through. And then, you know, the cosmos has this kind of like a cosmic giggle and says, well, here, here you go. How about this? 
and you really get to feel that joy and have that be reflected back to you and that she she's someone who's existing in her joy and now is willing to share it with you mm-hmm. um, and so the synchronicities that we feel or really the synchronicities that we experience offer us the ability to feel into that alignment within us and into that um the truth of of really who who we are so when we are having fun when we are in fun when we are making those decisions that are in our let's say best interest synchronicities like that will appear Mm -hmm. Um, and I, i do believe they happen all the time i think a nice question to ask ourselves and i pose this question to you right now is when was the last time you radiated your joy to somebody? Oh, uh, let me see. Um, I had the opportunity to spend an afternoon, an evening with my uh, fairy goddess daughter, who's five, about three nights ago. And uh, she asked me every night, uh, usually her mom will, will put her to bed and, and lay with her. And she asked if I could lay with her. Um, and it's just the biggest honor ever to watch her fall asleep and for her to go to sleep. And it, to, to, receive the, to receive a little five-year-old rolling over and giving me the biggest hug and giving me the biggest kiss and just she and her eyes are right next to mine because there's really no physical she doesn't even think about physical distancing at all and and she's five and 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 really it's challenging to impose that on a five-year-old and I'm, I'm glad you know we're past that but for me to feel her joy and my joy and the re, re the, the reconnection within that was just the best ever mm-hmm and 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 especially from the kids they just are so abundant with sharing as you just shared they're so abundant and present in their joy that to receive that in such a, an innocent and open way is yeah it really is the, the most um heartfelt feeling i i i have she's probably the the relationship that I, the, the most honest and open and heartfelt relationship that I have and it's with a five-year-old right now. Mm-hmm. So how do we move forward sharing joyfully with adults, with people who are in limited thought patterns, limited um, spaces of repression? Yeah. How do we put ourselves in that very vulnerable space of being open and sharing that joyful energy, radiating that love? Yeah, absolutely, great question. And it's coming up for a lot of people right now. And I, I know even for myself, um, I I ensure that I don't engage in, let's say, um, things right now are uh, hot topics, hot and I mean, burning and and so i i ensure they don't get involved in these hot topics because it's not of interest to me to debate or to uh my my opinion is of no consequence other than to me and what i feel is right for me so i have no desire to go into um, a heated discussion with someone and i even know that around my my family so there's been a bit of a rule around that we don't talk about certain things. Um, and what I do acknowledge is that people's, and we, we've talked about this, this is seem, seemingly a bit of a theme that's come up, you, you know, in this conversation is truth. And that truth that they're being told is true or is external to them, they're very much uh, committed to that. And that whether it's true or not, I don't know. And one of my one of my things right now is that I just actually don't know what's true or not true in the external reality. So when people are coming from those places of uh, feeling that what they've heard or what they have think they know or what is is 
is the is the best for everyone i understand that they're only they're understanding from their perspective and i have to not get involved in that and i i can't get involved in anyone else's understanding of what they feel is real because so much real reality truth because reality right now is is in such flux as in is in um it's 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 an extremely polarized reality right now so in order for me to remain in my calm all i can do is be committed to my truth and so in your question and answering your question it's giving people the space um and acknowledgement that they're in their truth and just because they have their truth i don't need to step forward and, and be right about my truth it that's not my that that's it doesn't benefit me energetically because one of the things that i've found in these times is that i'm very aware now even more hyper aware of what i get involved in what where my energy goes what i extend into what conversations i have and so to maintain my own sense of peace i actually don't i i don't get involved in in other people's opinions that's that's one thing uh and i i mean i i feel actually that that's a major thing now there there is a shift uh in perspective that i feel is happening people uh who choose to this and, and this is very delicate language i'm i'm that's why i'm kind of hesitating because there is no in your in your question what came to me is that when we exhibit a, a you know an asara them uh, or a higher or a lower or expanded or limited or contracted we're also we're also contributing to that polarity so i mean in the ultimate ultimate and i know as humans this is really challenging because we have we've only existed in a, in a certain paradigm of mindset that we are individual beings and we all we're seven billion perspectives plus perspectives and so that even even understanding our own perspective is monumental and it's in itself is a human lifetime endeavor just understanding what that is and that everyone else will have their own perspective when we get closer to understanding in in the larger in the larger perspective that we're we are connected and that as let me put it this way that aspect of me that i was maybe not aware or unconscious or uh not thoughtful or maybe even unkind that i know and i remember within me and may even be still a part of me i recognize that in the other person so i it's 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 very helpful and for people who are are committed to their own awareness for us to recognize that part of that part of themselves in the other because as soon as we separate that creates the division so yes indeed uh people people would are thinking things and doing things and acting in ways that <clears throat> i currently wouldn't act or or say or do those things but i do know that within me that i i am i i'm no angel let's definitely but i all the only thing i do is ask myself to have that awareness and also extend kindness if i can to understanding that people have their own journeys and people are in their own awareness and people have their own consciousness only when they are only when they feel necessary to expand that and expand i mean in the most general way it's not a good and bad but go beyond the 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 beliefs that we've created within ourselves and oh my gosh i i feel like even within me i'm continuously extending myself out of the boxes that i put myself in 
So it's eternal. It's it's an everlasting and long journey and exciting. And that's the whole point of it. But the box that I'm in, someone else is in their box. and, And I, it's really up to me to understand that just because we don't exist maybe in the same boxes doesn't mean that I'm any better or less or good or higher or lower than someone else. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a real uh, challenge right now in in that, uh, and I don't know that humanity is quite at the point of understanding that. Uh, if we really probably just asked everyone else, everyone the same question: Does do people prefer peace, or do they prefer war? I'm quite positive, I don't want to generalize, but I'm quite positive that the majority of people will raise their hands and say that they would prefer peace. I don't feel inherently that people prefer war and and to be separated and disconnected from themselves or each other. However, it really is our... We've got to unravel ourselves from our own beliefs of separation within to be able then to get to a point of human consciousness that we really get that oh yeah actually connectedness is much preferred over separation now these are the deeper questions that again we go back to right to the beginning of why are we here what's our point mm-hmm. sounds all very tantric to me you know and it can be woven into all of it yeah right Mm -hmm. when we really when we really get to those those teachings of um when we get to those teachings of of deeper purpose i i do feel that you know we've talked about truth and we all have our personal truths but i i will in, in many ways lay claim to i do believe there are some universal truths that I, I really feel that as humanity, we, we come in as good people. And because of beliefs and traditions, let's say, uh, that we beliefs have, and again, using this word carefully imposed on us, uh, especially as young, young people, um, we don't have the decisions, that, you know, when we're very young to have that conscious mind to say no this isn't right for me we uh, we learn we learn behaviors mm-hmm. behaviors of separation i feel are learned so as adults we come to a place of when we really want the world to exist in a peaceful place to understand well what places within me are peaceful what what am i still supporting within me that aren't uh, is not i'm not supporting peace within me so we as adults come to be uh, come to a place of more self-realization and take self-responsibility in our own energetic field and our own reality and the more that we understand and become clear on that i really do believe that everything gets clearer the clearer we become within the clearer we become without that's the law of correspondence as below is above as above is below and so we really take that principle and really apply it deeply that's probably one of the ones i the you know, her, one of the hermetic principles that I, I, I really, really value is that as, as below is above. And I, I, if, if I ever tend to want to blame the outside for something, I really catch myself and saying, well, what of that is inside me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, how is that uh, part of me projecting out there? Yeah, and what, what is it that the universe or whatever showing me inside myself that I need to heal right now. Absolutely. Or move through. Yeah. Absolutely. So as adults, and we've seen very interesting responses to uh, events and people coming together 
and people wanting a message to be expressed and how that message is expressed. Is it expressed peacefully? Is it expressed in in an aggressive way? Is it expressed in a violent way? Is it, so all of these different forms of expression are based on really how that person has integrated their own space of peace or, or lack of or, or lack of peace. And at some point, and I, I believe that there are enough people understanding now that adding more, more dissension and more war is not going to bring us peace. And so it's really asking, I feel, our, our society, our global society to get clear, really get clear in so many incredibly amazing ways. And get clear on what was and is in the darkness that really is a discredit to us as humans. So it's happening internally and externally. And what's going on in the internal, I do believe, and I, and I just, I, you know, I've said, I said this before, but what is happening internally is perpetuating and influence the global movement. And I do believe that we are responsible for the direction that we're going to be taking. So it's a really, really fascinating time. It's incredible. It really mm -hmm. is just to be almost, a, you know, a fly on the wall and to observe every single day what comes up and through. It's an incredible sociological and psychological, uh, almost uh, curiosity really is how I see it. It's a curiosity. Mm-hmm. I know. I think we we live in an amazing time, and to witness this transition is uh, I don't even yeah I don't have a word for it. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, however, seeing this transition right now, I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I was like 20, so that I could experience so much more of it. Yeah. True. 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 True enough. I, you know, I definitely have, have wondered about my placement in, in this time, time. and I, I can only have really only landed in that I, whatever is here at this time is the, the reason I'm meant to be here and this time for and with. And what I, I would even say what you're contributing right now in this here and now was meant for your here and now and that you wouldn't have been this person to be able to contribute this if you weren't where you're at with the experience and knowledge and understanding that you have so i don't even know what i'm experiencing <laughs> or contributing here i am just blundering through life <laughs> well well i mean even even doing this podcast i would say that you you have a desire to share a perspective and whatever that perspective is and the, you know, whatever your, whatever, whatever that is, is purposeful in your contribution. And that in is in itself a contribution. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you wouldn't be, if you were 20, you wouldn't be doing this. Oh, very good point. Thank you. <laughs> I was, I was so wondering where you were going with that. Corrine Cornish, what uh, what do you got going on? What do you have any offerings happening, or what what's what's going on? Yeah, well, um, we just finished Inshallah, which is a a family festival that happens every year, and that didn't happen at the, in Fort McLeod at, on the campground of. Um, Old Man River in the Fish and Game Park, and so that went online. So I did a, a I did a one hour workshop, uh, pre recorded workshop for that festival, and that was called the festival is was called the Unknown. So my workshop was the Unknown to the Known, and I basically suggested that all that's happening right now at some level we did know. So you could definitely. <laughs> Um, on my on my YouTube channel and at the moment things are only just picking up in in public offerings we have dance temple going on in Calgary which is we honor physical 
um, distancing, which is lovely. And we, as of yet, have not started uh, the conscious breathwork sessions because we feel it's 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 just not something that we're we and the and the public feel comfortable with yet, um, mm-hmm. which is okay. That's okay. Uh, I do have a private practice in my home in Calgary, and I have to say I have this has been the busiest time I feel I've ever been. So. Um, people are just requiring guidance and mm-hmm. and uh, a perspective and uh, a reflection on on who they are and so that's that's what I'm up to at the moment. Thank you for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. Um, you're an amazing speaker, and yeah, so your YouTube shows should be pretty cool. Yeah, I thank you. Thank you, Roger. It was such a delight. Really, what a great chat. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed this. And um, yeah, and it, I, 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 you in moving forward with your podcast, I, I see this as a really beneficial way to share what's happening at this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully, I, I mean, I, I do know lots of people and you probably to do too, um, that are really in struggle and really creating their own struggle mm-hmm. and not knowing how to, I guess, take the blinders off and take that self-responsibility and accountability and, you know, all those hard steps that need to be taken to really um, dive deep into that, the truth that you speak of, you know, mm-hmm. and to quit self-abandoning. Indeed, indeed. And and if anything, I feel like this situation that we're in right now, it has led people in, in, in many, many different directions. And for those who have had pre-existing, let's say, conditions in their life that they hadn't integrated or were still causing them let's say discomfort or uncomfortableness in their life, I feel the situation just compounded it. If they hadn't, uh, if they hadn't sorted or integrated their, their, their personal lives out or the, say their work or the relationship, or uh, if it was, it may be a matter of depression or whatever that was. Um, I do feel that this, this is a compounding situation. And so that's definitely a great challenge. Definitely an even greater challenge because limitations and restrictions have been even imposed on, on us as a, as a, as a community. So uh, with that, I'll, you know, what I do suggest is uh, not, not jumping from despair to joy in one leap, and that's, that's not reasonable. It's, it's, it's very, very small steps, the smallest steps that a person can make, and whether it's they turn on some music um, turn on a, a, song, a song they like, or uh, whatever that is for them, the smallest of steps. Yeah, and I guess um, in looking after oneself, uh, there, there's, there might be a little bit of a tendency to turn towards addictive substances, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think it's really wise, especially at this time, to recognize... Um, if we're using that as medicine or a way to stay rooted in an unhealthy behavior or an unhealthy paradigm. Indeed, indeed. You, you know, we have tools in our lives and tools can offer us the ability to um, help us. And it's, it's when those tools are used to a point of excessive that it becomes a problematic. And I have witnessed very closely that this situation has led people towards substances where it offers them a feeling of escape and disconnection because they're not in that moment. Well, literally, they're not present, but then they don't have to think about things. Um, if anything, it, it, it creates more separation. Mm-hmm. And so... And I, I, from my experience as well, it, it actually causes deeper grief because there's an even a deeper separation within the self mm-hmm. and one's truth. So, 
I do, I would recommend that if people are, are at the point of feeling they're in excess of whether it's a substance or whether it's an emotion or whether it's a behavior and in an excess that they don't feel they have control over anymore, that they seek help. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they do go and, and, and find someone that they trust that, that, that they feel that they can receive guidance from and because it, granted, and I feel everyone would agree that we, it, this is a almost like a pressure cooker. So if we were already in a pressure cooker, this only adds to that, and we don't want you know that that top to blow off, mm -hmm. or us to express in ways or behave in ways that uh, will you know deteriorate, deteriorate who we are. Yeah, become become deeply self-destructive. Yeah, that's not yeah. a great place to be. No. So thank you. Thank you for joining me today. My pleasure. This podcast is Expansion Cast. Thank you for listening. If it's in your ability to support this podcast, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash expansioncast.